Hey, 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 and hello there. Welcome to Find Your Way with Q-Chan. Welcome to a podcast dedicated to adults, parents, caregivers, or anyone who is willing to put in the effort to enjoy life to the fullest, learn about mistakes, and motivate others to pursue their goals. Here, we will try to put your mind at ease and talk how almost everyone goes through hardships and how we can relate to each other. So sit down and relax, grab a cup of coffee, and enjoy. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Find Your Way with your host, Q-Chan. You can always, of course, call him Mr. Q, so whatever you want to call me, that's fine by me. So what do you think about the intro? I decided to add a little bit of, uh, you know, spicy song over there with an intro. I think it might be better for everyone. But yeah, let me know if you like it. I might change it, of course, in, in the future, but for the time being, I kind of like it, so I'm just going to keep it around. So on today's episode, I want to talk about the importance of emotional intelligence. So one thing that I was telling you as well is that I'm not just going to talk about languages and just tips and tricks for parents. I decided that since most of my background is in psychology and, and cognition and so forth, I decided like I actually want to do a little bit more stuff related to psychology and maybe this can also help other uh, ESL learners maybe in Mexico. That would be pretty cool if my podcast goes over there and uh, I'm going to try and send it to some of my friends that are in the field of psychology, including my mom that is in the field of psychology. She's a great psychologist. But anyway, today the topic is emotional intelligence. So emotional intelligence is a critical aspect of human development that has gained significant attention. So it has become this huge thing, uh, lady, I would say for the past 10 to 15 years, the amount of research on emotional education is out of this world. So there was another episode that we talked about a, a doctor or a professor called Carol Dweck, and she was talking about the fixed mindset and the growth mindset. So emotional intelligence has also a lot to do with it. So we will talk about another episode about uh, Professor uh, Carol Dweck. So Emotional intelligence, it is defined as the ability to understand and manage and express your own emotions but effectively. But at the same time, is being able to understand how others feel. So emotional intelligence plays a vital role in determining a person's success in uh, personal and professional life. And it is essential for effective communication, problem-solving, decision-making, and basically just conflict resolution. So basically emotional, if you're able to self-regulate, if you're able to control your emotions and being able to understand how you feel, man, it's going to work wonders when you become an adult. So as I was mentioning in recent years, emotional intelligence has become this super popular topic. There's lots of books. There's lots of articles. There's a lot of studies devoted to exploring the potential benefits and its application. So uh, why not? Me too. I also want to talk about the benefits of emotional intelligence and how can also it help you out understanding uh, some of it. So in this podcast, we will go deep into the current uh, research and literature surrounding emotional intelligence. We will also explore what emotional intelligence is, even though I just gave you like a really basic structure of what it is and its components and how it can be developed. Yes, we can develop emo emotional intelligence. So what is it? What is em uh, emotional intelligence? So emotional intelligence can be defined as the ability to perceive, understand, manage emotions. 
So it's basically as plain as that simple. But let me ask you a question. Are you able to manage your own emotions? Are you able to actually sit down in any given time of the day and be able to understand how you feel? Can you put them into words? Actually, like just personally, sometimes I am incredibly frustrated and I and I, and I I can sense that something is wrong. I can sense that I'm missing something and I try to understand why am I becoming this angry or why am I sad or or why am I feeling this anxiety? Why am I craving sweets? Why am I craving salt? Why am I craving a soda, for example? So are you able, ask yourself first that question, are you able to understand how you're feeling? Are you able to understand the way other people are feeling? Are you able to put yourself in other people's shoes? Are you able to do that? Think about that first, okay? So also, emotional intelligence, it involves the ability to accurately recognize one's own emotions and the emotions of others. This is huge, huge. One more time, stop and think. Are you able to really understand what you're feeling? Are you really able to understand your emotions right now at this moment? Like, sometimes I'm just shocked, shocked. When I'm trying to look at myself and in any given time of the day, sit down and try to, okay, I need to identify my emotions. And once you're able to identify them, it's just easier, way easier to deal with them. But when we don't know what's going on. We just go ballistic. We go crazy. We might lose our temperament. We might lose our patience with our partner, with our coworkers, with our with our boss, with our friends, with everyone. We might just shut down. We don't want to talk with anybody. And then we say like, oh, this kind of person is like has very low patience level, for example, or this person doesn't know how to listen. Okay, so try, try just one one day to sit down and try to understand your emotions. Okay, emotional intelligence is often contrasted with uh, cognitive intelligence, which refers to a person's ability to think abstractly, solve problems, and understand complex ideas. So another way to know if you are uh, emotionally intelligent is just figure out what kind of books are you reading? What kind of manga are you reading? What kind of TV shows are you watching? What kind of movies are you into? So for example, just personally speaking, right now I am loving crime TV shows, crime movies, mystery books. There's just so much that a and a good writer can do. So if you if you get yourself um, a book, a mystery book, uh, from a good writer, try and read their his or hers other books. Because once you get there to the point that you're reading this book and you try to understand the writer's point of view, it just I don't know. You just get so excited. But again, if you're not emotionally intelligent, you're going to have a really hard time understanding what the writer is trying to say or the author of something wants to say or the movie creator. It's going to be very difficult for you. Okay? So the components. Let's go towards the components of uh, emotional intelligence. Of course, I don't want to say if you love crime movies and you love mystery movies that you're emotionally intelligent. I'm not saying that. But it is very important to know uh, yourself. Do you, what kind of things do you enjoy the most? And if you're watching, for example, a mystery movie or uh, 
suspense movie, thriller movies. What are you thinking about when you're watching the movie? Are you just like a couch potato over there and watching that movie? Or are you really thinking about what is going to happen next? So it's like, whoa. I'm thinking about that, whatever is happening in the movie. Are you thinking about it? Are you thinking about the outcome? Are you thinking about um, the characters? Why the characters change their their ideas and so forth? Again, one more time, I'm saying that if you like these kind of things, you're emotionally intelligent. But it does say a lot about a person. Uh, what are the components? So we have different components. Um, one, uh, we were talking about it before in another episode, is emotional awareness and the ability to understand your own and the others. The other one is emotional regulation, the ability to manage and regulate owns emotions and help others do the same. So are you able? Ask yourself this question as well. When you're angry, frustrated, when you're unable to Hold a conversation with someone. Are you able to regulate your own emotions? Do you know what works for you? And at the same time, if you can, if you see your partners having a hard time, how do you support them? Do you support them in the first place? Do you know what they need in order to be helped? That is also another question that you might ask yourself today. Uh, another component is motivation. The drive to use emotional intelligence to achieve one's goal and to improve one's life. So I got to be honest with you. Um, when I was starting this podcast, I was honestly, I was not scared. Am I going to get listeners? Am I not going to get listeners? I don't know. But the thing is, like, I have to start and I have to do it. If I don't do it, I'm not going to know. And I'm right now. I am very motivated. And I understood, I was watching this YouTube video, and I think I talked about it in another episode about uh, how you need to be motivated in order to be inspired and in order to take action. So I watched this YouTube, this YouTube, and the guy was explaining that it's not a line. It's not a line. You don't need to be motivated in order to be inspired and after being inspired to take action. No, you got to, it's, it's a loop. Sometimes you're going to be inspired that will go back to motivation. It will make you take action. Sometimes you have to take the action in order to be inspired. And you'll be motivated by your inspiration of taking action and so forth. So it's 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 all over the place. It's not a loop. It's not a straight line. It doesn't go back and forth. It's just all over the place. It's all over the place. But something that I understood about myself, for example, is running. I said it before and I've said it a thousand times. There are oftentimes I don't want to go off for a run. Oftentimes, but I know that if I do go out for a run, I'm going to feel better about myself. I didn't lose to myself and I actually won the battle between my heart and the mind. So, yes, it's another big, big component of emo emotional intelligence is motivation. How motivated are you and how can you keep that motivation? Okay, then we have another one. Two more. Empathy, the, abil uh, the ability to understand and share feelings of others. When you see someone that is going through something difficult, do you understand that? Or do you avoid it? It's also sometimes, do you have a connection with this person? Of course, if you're avoiding dealing with someone else's um, emotions, that doesn't make you a bad person. Of course not. That just, maybe you just don't have a strong, deep relationship with that person. But let's talk about someone close to you. Say your brother, your sister, your mom, your dad, your caregiver, your grandma, your grandpa, or even your wife or your husband, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. When they're going through something hard, are you there for them? Are you there? Do you share their sadness or their happiness or whatever? Think about that as well. And another component would be social skills. 
the ability to effectively communicate and interact with others. Another personal story, I've, I'm good in any setting, in a big open setting, and in a closed setting. But what do I prefer the most? I prefer closed settings. I do prefer going out with three, four people rather than a massive group. However, whenever I do go to a big group, I do enjoy myself and I actually do love being around with a lot of people and I do love talking with a lot of people, but it is very taxing. It is very taxing. So I kind of avoid going to big places. I'd rather just be with close friends. I actually do enjoy that the most. So let's talk about the importance of emotional intelligence in personal life. So emotional intelligence has a profound effect on an individual's personal life, influencing the way that they interact with others, manage and manage their emotions. People with high emotional intelligence are better equipped to navigate through social situations, form strong relationships, and I guess everyone's favorite is handling stress. How well do you handle stress? Are you good with stress? I would say that personally, I feel that I am good handling stress but it is just because I'm able to download all of my frustrations with the people close close to me. And maybe it's not fair for them. Maybe it is not fair for them that I am downloading or just sharing my entire in my insecurities and my stressful moments with them. But I often ask them, is it okay for me to share something that is might be negative and might create this negative cloud? So someone that is very close to me, uh, and I love, I love just so much, and, I, and I'm afraid of losing this person is uh, my dad I, uh, it, I we've been on a roll I, I call him mostly like every day he is of course my father but he's also my best friend uh, so handling stress is hard but something that I've found by communicating more with my dad and throwing away all the biases that I had about uh, father and, and son is if you just open about your feelings and your emotions, nobody's really going to judge you. And if they do, they'll leave. And just people that actually want to be with you, people that actually want to be, make, see you happy, they're going to stay there with you. Ups and downs, they're going to be there. So personally, in, I'm sorry, in your personal life, how important are emotions to you? How, how much importance are you giving to emotions and feelings? Think about that. Another component is better relationships. So one of the most significant benefits of emotional intelligence is its impact on relationships. Individuals with high emotional intelligence are typically better communicators, able to understand and respond to emotions of others. This re results in more meaningful and satisfying relationships with family, friends, and partners. Research has also shown that individuals with higher emotional intelligence are better able to resolve conflicts and maintain healthy relationships so i have to say again one more time personally i was not good at this i was not good at this at all i would take almost everything personally and i was not good at having strong deep relationships with my family too uh, again i would get mostly angry all the time if things didn't go my way but I worked hard. I worked hard on myself. I worked hard on understanding others. And I understand that not everything is it is about me because it is not. I would say like 
0.000001 might be about me. But I do that. I do that, right? And also understanding is something, it's a sad truth. It's a sad truth, but uh, I, I have been able to really grasp the understanding of this, but people don't really care. <laughs> that is like the worst part. I really thought that people cared. And the more that I talk with people, the more that I realize they don't really care. Like rich people, why do they buy their fancy clothes, this luxurious car or wear the fanciest clothes or most expensive clothes? Like actually people don't care. What people think about when they're seeing people like them is like, oh, I think I would look great in an Armani suit or I think I would look great in a Ferrari as well. But you're not really thinking about the guy or the girl or the, or the, I'm sorry, you're not really thinking about the guy or the woman who has the Ferrari. You're thinking about how would you look very selfishly, selfishly thinking about that. So yeah, definitely people with a better emotional intelligence are better equipped to have healthy relationships. Another one improves mental health. So emotional intelligence also has a positive impact on mental health. Individuals with high emotional intelligence are better able to regulate their emotions, reducing the negative impact of stress and anxiety. They're also better equipped to identify and manage negative emotions, leading to increased feelings of happiness and well-being. Is this even possible? <laughs> Like I I have met like people who look really happy and uh that they're able to man they're not negative. I mean they are negative but they tend to be more positive than negative. Uh they they look like really well put people, but this is just the surface, right? We don't really know what they're doing privately. This is just the surface what something that we see some um every day on a daily basis maybe with our coworkers and even our friends we don't really know them uh we just know um some parts of them even ourselves right sometimes we we get shocked about things that we do and then we thought that we were never able going to do right but there are other components about emotional intelligence but those are the ones that I wanted to talk about uh today and at the same time the development and enhancement of emotional intelligence and it can be developed through various means and i want to actually share some of them with you i want i do want to share four points um with you and i think this would help you and it will help me as well as we're talking about it so let's see so mindfulness practices so such as and you're gonna laugh yes meditation and deep breathing which can help increase awareness of one's emotions and improved emotional regulation. So I'm sure everyone has listened to this before. But when you're stressed, some people say like go like this on your head and then just give yourself like a little massage over here inside the side of your head. Or at the same time, they also say 10 seconds. Hold your breath for 10 seconds. Then you go... And that's simple. Just with that, you're able to calm down. Maybe you were at a level 10. You're not going to go down to a level zero. But you will definitely go down. And then you do it again. And he goes down a little further. So 
This is very important. Meditation has been really hard for me to do, but deep breathing, it, it is something that I do, and it does help. Give it a try. Trust me, give it a try. Another one, emotional intelligence training programs. So I've said it before, like with the internet right now, you can just Google basically everything and find something that fits you. What fits you is the most important thing. One more time, what works for me might not work for you. And what works for another person might not work for me, might not work for you. And maybe mixing things might work for you. That's something that I often do. I look at a, uh, an, a certain activity. It looks great, but I don't like it. So you tweak it. So as a teacher, we do this a lot. We go online, look for activities. We find one that we like. We don't really like it. There's something that we don't like. So we tweak it. And that's great. You can do the same for almost anything in life. You look at something that you like, tweak it. Make it your own. Emotional intelligence assessments, which can provide an individual with valuable information about their emotional intelligence strengths and weaknesses. One more time, go online. There's just a bunch of tests out there. I'm not, I'm not going to say that if you do a test... Uh, I forgot the name, but it's like the May Hires thing. And then they have like the EFTP and IT, INTP and stuff like that. I don't really believe in those. I don't really believe in those. However, I do believe this. So when I do read the questions, they do make me think. They do make me think. A lot of people, when they're doing taking these tests, what they do is, instead of being honest, what they do is they try to answer what they think is the right answer. So no, what I started doing is when I look at the questions, I actually think about them. I don't care about the results of the test, but I do care about the question and how it impacts my life. So I do suggest you doing that because nobody is asking you these questions. So what better way to go online, find a test, find some random questions, and one of those questions might click with you. I do recommend that. And also, Active listening. It is very important taking feedback from others. This will definitely help individuals understand how they are perceived and how they can improve their emotional in intelligence skills. So sometimes I do remember this conversation with someone and uh, this person was feeling a little bit frustrated because one colleague told him, I'm a little bit scared the way that you're talking. You're talking a little bit aggressive. The guy becomes defensive and says, I'm not being aggressive. I'm saying this. So what is happening? You're not validating the other person's view of you because you have your own view of yourself and you think that your tone is perfect, but you don't know how your tone is actually affecting the other person. So when you're saying, no, I'm not being aggressive, you're actually being aggressive. That is a microaggression. You're being aggressive towards the, the person that is being honest with you. So what is going to happen? The person in front of you is going to shut down and most likely, most likely will stop sharing how they feel about you. That is great feedback. But also, if you're stressed, if you're anxious, uh, if you're going through difficult moments, it's going to be very difficult for you to practice active listening and taking the feedback that they're telling you. Just remember, not everything that people tell you is going to be something that you like, okay? So yes, active, active into, uh, listening. I would say definitely one of the most important ones. So just to wrap it up, uh, emotional intelligence, it is a critical aspect of human development that has a profound impact on both personal and professional life. From improved 
relationships and mental health to career advancements and effective communication. The benefits of emotional intelligence are enormous. Uh, as our understanding of emotional intelligence continues to evolve, it is clear that it plays a, a, a crucial part in our human development. And it's just getting better and better and better. However, with all the technology advancements, also we sometimes forget and lose sense of who we are. But just ask yourself the questions that I ask you in, in the first place. Just think about it. How good are you at being aware of how you feel? How good are you understanding your feelings, understanding others' feelings? Just ask yourself those questions. All right. So one more time, thank you so much for being here at Find Your Way with your host, Q-Chan, and see you next time. Good night.